Yeah. Soapy mouth. Wait, what does it say? Soapy mouth? What is this? Oh, prank university? <laughs> what is the prank to this notebook? I don't know. <laughs> Soapy mouth. He just puts... I don't know, actually. Welcome so the, the prank sh- is like you wash a spoon and you don't rinse it off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Most students in college take part in the daily task of brushing their teeth. We hope. Well, remember when your parents would wash your mouth out with soap? So maybe you never let the F-bomb drop in front of your mom, but it's an uncomfortable childhood experience many of us have gone through. Now you can help your roommate relive it. When your roommate departs for class in the morning, fill a cup full of dish soap, then soak his toothbrush in the cup until dusk. Remove the brush and lightly rinse any obvious soap buildup from the bristles, then return the brush to its original location and wait. Talk about a taste that stays in your mouth. Added bonus, remember, soap isn't the worst thing the brush could be soaked in. Gee whiz. That's terrible. All right, we're going to come right back to that because I have questions, but this is podcast versus podcast. I'm Piers Ray here with my co-host, Eric Yovanovich. Hello, my name is Eric Yovanovich. I'm the co-host of Podcast vs. Podcast. And the man that you just heard describing soap, Jeff Grout. Hey, guys. Sound man, yes. improviser, bon vivant, man about town, Well, I, prankster. You know, I actually have had my mouth washed out with soap. Have you? Um, it wasn't by my parents. It was by a, a camp counselor. I used to go to summer camp all the time. and What? We, were, we would just swear our faces off. Yeah, and then they would just like abuse the children. And yeah, I don't I don't think I signed a consensus form or a release form for that. But yeah, I do remember there was at least two or three of us that got taken aside and wow. That's really weird. Bar of soap, right? That's... In the old uh Yeah. How... They used the bar. Oh yeah, like the real deal. Did they they didn't just like get make you like wash your mouth with no, soapy water it was stick this bar in your mouth okay so you just held the bar in your mouth yeah but it tastes gross oh yeah that's not as bad as i expected depending on the soap no it wasn't that bad toxic but it, it's still weird it was still kind of weird and we always thought it was funny because they they, they there, there was a warning you know if, if you guys don't clean your mouth up we're gonna i'm gonna wash it out with soap and we're right. like, oh, sure you will you you know and yeah, and they did. Sure they they they, you they lived bluff. up. Yeah, I called the bluff, and... and it wasn't a bluff. Nope. Yep. Wow, that is um very strange. <laughs> I just want to point out, Jeff is Jeff Jeff brought in a little notebook today that he was describing at the top of the show here. Maybe you heard part of it over the music. Maybe you didn't. Um, it has a picture of soap. What, can you show me the cover again? So it's got a picture of a sink with a toothbrush and a, and a glass by it, and uh, at the bottom it says notepad, and at the top it says prank university. And then the top of the photo is Soapy Mouth with a description of the classic Soapy Mouth prank on the inside. <laughs> yeah. you, how to. How to how to do this. But other than that, it's just a normal notebook, right? Yeah, it's just got lined. Uh, lined. Oh, but you know what? Actually, if you look at what's imprinted there, uh, there uh, is a picture of a toilet on every page. Just somewhat hidden. Well, I'm learning a lot about pranks at this university. Um, I feel like... That is a very strange product because it teach. It's just a notebook, but it teaches you one prank. Well, I want the whole series. You know wh- where we. Um, you know, April Fools would be just perfect for something like this. Those are like gift bag items. Yeah, you know, like something you get at a dollar store for a kid's birthday or something. Well, I, there's uh, kids love notebooks. Uh, I can't remember the yeah. name of the store, but yeah, these joke stores. You know, that just sell all the weird stuff. You know, like the six foot body condoms and oh you know, like spencer's uh, the, the, gifts the the, yeah. the the candy that tastes like you know soap right stuff for pranksters stuff if you're well 
kind of prank. You know, seriousness. itching powder and, you know. Uh, Fart spray. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I love those stores. I love looking around in those stores. Yeah. There's very little I would ever purchase there. Yeah, true. I, I liked them when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't. Today, like I don't wouldn't want to go into a Spencer's Gifts because they have that all they have that whole section of like bachelor bachelorette party stuff. Yes. So it's like, oh, this water bottle that looks like a dick. Yeah, and it's like, okay, <laughs> like, I feel, I feel, um, God, how do I say this without sounding condescending? A lower class. <laughs> yeah, just being in a Spencer's Gifts. <laughs> I feel like I'm less of a person. Like but, I'm the kind of person that looks at a dick water ball and is like, that's hilarious. Gotta have it. But, you know. Give me 10. If you're in that store, there's really nothing to worry about. Because if you run into someone you, you know in that store, yeah. they're also in the store. That's true. So I'm not worried about like people judging me. I'm just in there. I'm like, oh, all these jokes are so dumb. And I'm just surrounded by dumb jokes. <laughs> well, it's just I, what I get I is so upset about is um, you're paying a premium for that joke, right? You like, are. If there's are. a water bottle shaped like a dick, yeah. it's going to cost more than a water bottle just shaped like a normal water bottle. Yeah. And it's, and it's going to be less efficient. That's true. It's going to have less capacity in it. Yeah. How many hours of minimum wage does a uh, dick water bottle cost? Okay, well, and uh, is it worth it? I think it probably costs like at least two, maybe two and a half hours of minimum wage. <sighs> minimum. <laughs> It is not worth it. It's no. like you're thinking like a $30 water bottle. Oh, I'm thinking least. like a 30, $30 plus plus tax. Plus tax. So 30, 32, 33. What are you thinking? Listen, I, I, I don't do math. Me either. On this show. What we do on this show is we pitch podcasts. That's right. Now I'm finally getting around to summarizing it. Uh, we love podcasts. So we're going to go around with our special guest. Each of us is going to pitch a podcast idea at the end of the show. We're going to vote on those ideas. If one of them we can agree on, if we can reach a consensus, consensually, we will ditch this show, burn it, push it out on a little lifeboat like a Viking funeral, and then we're going to take this show, cradle it in our arms between me and Eric, Jeff will help, your godfather, and we're going to take it home and put it in a little crib, and we're going to raise it as, as our own. Yeah. Um, I have a podcast pitch to you. Do you? Fine. It's just called, uh, okay, you sound a little... I'm sound... just, I'm amazed that you still are have quote-unquote ideas. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast where we would uh, raid Spencer's Gifts. It's called the Spencer's Gifts Raid. <laughs> and every episode we would, uh, we would purchase an item from Spencer's Gifts and a similar item from, for example, the dollar store okay. or like Walmart or, or, or something like that. Maybe like a grocery store even. We would find a similar item basically. And we would compare. We wouldn't tell the audience which came from where. We would just compare these two objects, these two products. We would compare the price. And at the end, we would give the audience five seconds to guess um, uh, which is which. And then we would reveal it. We just got to give them a little bit of time so that they can figure it out. They can shout it out in their car as they're headed to work. All the work bugs out there. Right. So they can figure out this is the crappy item. This is the crappy item. Yeah. So there's like maybe we'll like we'll buy some some dice from like the grocery store uh checkout lane wait and then what? some like sex dice from spencer's gifts i see i see and then like okay so these dice uh they have six sides they're kind of see-through they're red and each side has like some dots on it that have like an, a number of dots and each one has like uh, side one side two side three side four side five side six they have either one two three four five or six dots on it these dice over here very similar. They're 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 cubes. They ha they're a little bit see through. They're red. And instead of numbers, they have little words on it, and they say like "fuck" 
and you don't suck. you don't gotta tell me about sex dice <laughs> i have a story about sex dice Hey, well, uh, we're not t- telling stories about sex dice on this podcast. Maybe okay. you can pitch a sex dice podcast. Hey, no, I thought you'd want to hear an anecdote that liven up your pitch, but whatever. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Leave my pitch as it is. <laughs> I, I, I stayed up all night trying to perfect the amount of staleness in this pitch. I'd like to leave this pitch where it belongs. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, we say, okay, so. In a shallow grave. Did, did we get the $2.50 normal dice? Or the twelve dollar and fifty cents. Won't they be able dice. to tell just by describing the item? Right, but that's the uh, beauty of it. It's uh, satire. <laughs> Fuck! You can't do that. You've, I've told this to everyone on Twitter. You can't just say stupid crap and then back it up by calling it satirical. Satire. That's my pitch. All right, great, fine. You I have can't a, touch me, bitch. I have a good pitch. Oh, good pitch. Yeah, I have a good pitch. Oh, this that's is what we're looking for. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no, no, Just no. getting sassy. Just getting what this is all about. <laughs> Mostly beating each other up. <laughs> all right. Uh, I got a little pitch for you guys. It's called Carnival of the Faux Fix. Ooh. Okay. I'm intrigued. All right. Find the Faux Fix. Find think the Faux Fix. And so I had this genius idea for a show. I can't believe I never thought of it before. Right. Or what I do is I go and I find a topic, okay. and okay. I pick out a few pieces of fan, fic- uh, fan fiction for that, and then, just to stir things up a bit, I mix in one of my own ideas for the fan fiction. I can't believe that nobody... Even myself has thought of anything. Yeah, this, yeah, this is actually fun seems like a real Eric Ivanovich idea. Drop. That's where we drop the theme. I'll fucking drop it wherever I feel like it. <laughs> Hold on. Drop it here. <laughs> Maybe. I All won't. right, that's the theme song. Now, Jeff, you couldn't hear that, but we have a special theme for uh, my my faux fit games. And that was composed by Christopher Carlson of uh, the of the podcasting wire and, pe- couch, and also of the Wire and Wick podcast. Right now, defunct. Whatever been defunct for over a year i don't care it's you do not need to be plugging it it's still up there it was a vaping podcast cool he's a cool dude he uh he made us that theme song but because jeff hasn't heard the theme song i'm going to explain the rules of the game to him what i do is i go on to fanfiction.net this is a wholly original idea all mine and i uh pull out some fan fiction and then i write some fake fan fiction and i'll read you the four synopses your guys job is to figure out which is real all right well which is really fake Mm. Sorry, I phrased that poorly. I'm going to read you four fanfic synopses. Yes. One of them is fake. Yes. By me. Yes. Can you guess which one? All right. You have okay. two choices of, of fandoms today. You have Lord of the Rings and the Babysitter's Club. Huh. Lord of the Rings. I'll, I'll defer to our guests, Lord of the yeah, Rings. Always defer to the guests. No, there I don't have guests. to always defer to the guests. I oh, I just blurted it out, so I, I you know. This time, I will defer to the guest. I'm actually a little surprised. I really thought Eric was going to fight hard for Babysitter's Club. <laughs> now, why is that? I don't know. You just seem like the type. What kind of what kind of type? Do Lord of like? the Rings. Fanfic number one. Okay. Home with the Fairies by I Mushi. <laughs> We've all seen the horribly butchered and cliche girl falls into Middle Earth stories. So is it possible to make a semi-realistic one? Follow Maddie on her own adventure exploring Middle Earth as the opposite of a Tenth Walker. Complete. Fanfic number two. Sorry, Eric, did you have a question? No, uh, 
What? What is it? Was it the Tenth Walker? The Tenth Walker. Yeah, as you may recall, the Fellowship of the Ring is composed of nine party members. Oh, they're walkers. A a common trope in Lord of the Rings fanfics is someone puts in themselves, and they're like, "Uh, "We need a Tenth Walker now." It's very common. It's very very Uh, popular. And she's the opposite of a Tenth Walker. Yeah, she's just like toiling in the fields. (laughs) Basically, probably she stays in the Shire the whole time, never leaves. Fanfic number two. The Awkward Adventures of Megan Wimblesby by February Song. Ooh, what I like happens? The name. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. February Song. Mm-hmm. Save it. Make a track. All right. Awesome. <laughs> what happens when a girl who's afraid of blood thinks Legolas is a complete moron and knows nothing next to nothing about Lord of the Rings gets dumped into Middle Earth with the Fellowship? Crazy spin on a Mary Sue fic. Now complete. Tenth W. Okay, so th- <laughs> so these are all four going to be uh, uh, the exact same idea, <laughs> but they're all going to be touting themselves as like, oh, I put a new spin on this tired old cliche. Not necessarily. I, I who knows? I you gotta finish listening to the fix. To okay, find out. I, I'm ready to listen to the third fic. Third fic, the hidden her story of Middle Earth. Despite what the history books may tell you, women of Middle Earth played an enormous role in the War of the Ring. Most important of all may have been a traveler from a distant world who found herself and her so-called backpack of otherworldly devices in the middle of the fight for Middle-Earth. Tenth Traveler, Aragorn slash original character ship. Uh, despite uh, what the history uh, books have told you. I just really like how you pronounce backpack. It was backpack. It's in quotation marks. I felt like I had to do something different. Yeah. Like it, that, they sh- they should have put like uh, an apostrophe inside the backpack. Oh, like back dash pack? Back no, pack. No, like or... back apostrophe. Like B A apostrophe C K dash pack. Oh, you're absolutely so, like, right. To like make it like an elven word. Backpack. <laughs> Please, Frodo, take this backpack and this lamba spread. <laughs> All right. And we got fanfic number four The Scruff Factor by Jasta Elf. How <laughs> did Eric. <laughs> How did Aragorn come to be neat and tidy for Elrond's council? Chapter 7, the long-awaited scruffalogue, in which a squirrely evening is had by all, dwarves learn not to drop eaves, and Legolas courts doom by going to bed early. The story is finally complete! Wow, I, I think I know already. Just by the name of that author was, because uh, I quite like February Song. That's a great name. Just a elf. Just a elf. It's it's J A S T A. Just a elf. Just a elf. I'm not just a elf. Uh, you think that that was Piers? That was some. Yeah, I yeah. definitely think that was Piers. That's like, just number that's four. Fair. That's fair. It's it's just it's hard. Like it feels like bait because there's so much Piersy language. I in know. There. Even chapter seven, like. It's very, it's very piercy. Did you like, I mean, especially the bit dwarves learn not to drop eaves. Yeah. Which I is was clearly like, like, oh, he's doing dumb wordplay. Yes. I was like, that, that's fucking, I, I've, I for sure have heard peers say that word for word, even like the part about the dwarves in the sentence. And hold the phone. We're getting crazy here. Going to bed early. Now, man, that is now that is something that Pierce would come up with. I it's do. just like, it's just too perfect though. I think. Okay. It's, it's, um. Uh, I can't, I cannot in good conscience. It's just too good. What are the other three again? The top, the titles are, number one, Home with the Fairies by Ai Mushi. Yeah. Number two, The Awkward Adventures of Megan Wimblesby by February Song. Number three, The Hidden Herstory of Middle Earth by While I Sleep. Number four, The Scruff Factor by Yasta El. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, 
It's okay. I'm not I'm gonna say it's not the first one. Okay. That one seems the most real to me. Megan Wimblesby is a little bit Piersy. Um, I don't know what that means. And that was the one that was the Aragorn OC ship. Uh, no, that was the Hidden Herstory of Middle. Oh, Earth. Hidden Herstory was okay. Yeah. What What was the Megan? Mer- uh, uh, Megan what happens Wimblesby? when a girl who's afraid of blood? Oh, that was that was uh, okay. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a crazy and, spin. And that on was my February Super. song. No, this I, is good. This is—it's usually not this hard oh. for Eric. I'm stepping up my game of hiding <laughs> yeah. myself. It's—it's it's just like it's just so—it's so blindingly obvious that it's the fourth one that it can't be that because you—you are too. You got to go with your gut, man. No, you got to trust I, your I'm gonna in, say, first instinct. Uh, I'm gonna say it's—I'm uh, gonna say it's number three, the hidden her story. All right, and Jeff, I'm definitely you? going number four. Going it's number a good—it's a good pick. They're both excellent picks. If I was going to write any of these, it would have been one of those two. And it was. It was number three. Oh! The Hidden Herstory yes! of Middle-Earth. Yes! Nice. Oh, man. All right. Well, because our guest didn't win, I will not be handing out prizes today. That's not how it works. Oh. All right. You want a prize? You want a prize for my bag? Sure. Have... Um, give me a prize. What do I have I can give you? I had a prize for Jeff, but I'm not going to give that to you. Hmm. Oh, here we go. You get... A pack of sesame snaps. Yo, no Un- way. Opened. You want these? Uh, no, I can't steal your prize. Yeah, you can. You're a guest. No, you can no, do no, whatever no. you like. I, I throw I, them I, right I, in the I, garbage. You know what? So. It's okay. Wait, what? I will win my prize. If there is hundred and eighty calories. Yep. In s- how much protein? Four, Four grams. Snaps? I know it's crazy. Hundred and eighty calories. They're covered in honey, buddy. Wow. Dude, it's honey and sesame. That that'd be like just zero calories. It's just like it is not worth 180 air. calories. Well, have you ever had sesame snaps? Yes, I have. Okay, then I'm not especially fond of them. Well, you're they're wrong. fairly filling. I like them. I like them a lot. I just love the crunch. I love the flavor. I love the name. I love the small packages. <laughs> Big things come in small packages. <laughs> oh no, they're small. <laughs> they're small. They're pretty small. Yeah, that's why I'm so surprised Wait. that they're 180 calories. Wait a minute. Isn't it good things? Oh, yeah, that's right. Small, <laughs> big things come in small packages. They're just, you know, like those uh, those inflatable, yes. um, like a dinosaur pill. Yeah. Where you put a pill in water and it turns oh, right. into yeah, a T-Rex. It absorbs all the water and grows, and then you got this slimy rhinoceros yeah. or triceratops. I was thinking of like, um, like, a, like a house in a video game where it's like small. It's like a small package, but when you go in, whoa, it's a big living space in here. They've got a kitchen. Right. There's it's a, impossibly big on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. Well, that was my pitch, and I think uh, it's a great game to play. I think I that it. uh, it's it's got legs. You did really I, I, good that time. I'd Pierce. be happy Thank with you. any of those stories. I think they're all quite interesting. Um, well, Pierce can link you to them. Yeah, you can read them. The I, ones that are real. I will happily send you all of this fan fiction because nice. it is. I I sometimes I try reading the fan fiction. I can never get that deep into it. It's a it's, waste of time. Do not read it. Well, I always I always think. Maybe there's an amazing author out there who's writing themselves into the Lord of the Rings instead of writing their own story. <laughs> could could be. And I just wanna I just wanna know. I just wanna know. Um you're not gonna find it by looking for the uh wildest, most funny synopses though. I don't. I, I look for the best written synopses with the most engaging uh, plot lines. Yeah, I'm sure. Is is this uh, uh Reddit? Uh, this is uh, fanfiction.net. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing, especially when you start getting into crossover fan fictions where it's like, oh, House slash Care Bears. Ooh. House finds himself in the Care Bear Cloud Kingdom. <laughs> What's he going to do when Grumpy Cloud Bear is sick or whatever? <laughs> like, it's just 
it's mental some of the connections people make where they're like oh, i just I, no one's gonna make this crossover i really want to just talk like one of the care it. bears can't do the care bear stare and you need dr house to figure out why yeah and he just yells at the bears all the time probably gets along real well with that grumpy cloud guy i was talking about nice what is the name okay this is a bit of a tangent and then normally we don't do those on this show <laughs> so i'm gonna ask our audience to bear with us the, you know the, the Care Bear I'm talking about with the rain cloud on his stomach? And he's he's always sad. He's the Eeyore of the group. So, yeah. Uh, he's blue. Yeah, he's blue. Yeah. Why is he a Care Bear? And what is his Care Bear power? Because he cares. Okay, first of all, they don't have Care Bear powers. Uh, they shoot beams out of their stomachs. Yeah. I mean, but it's, he, he has the same Care Bear power as all the other Care Bears. But all the other like Care Bears have different emotional strengths. Yes. Lionheart is brave. The other guys care about stuff. There's the one that's always cracking wise, Joke Bear. <laughs> you got Lion. There's actually a there's bunch. Lion Bear. There's Joke Bear. Yeah. There's, there's Love Bear. There's a stand-up bear and an improv bear, and a <laughs> satirical article writer bear. That is the worst bear of all because he is just up his own ass. Ah, uh, no, I don't want to get into He's it. A, he prefers to be called Humorist Bear. Oh, like Mark Twain. Yeah, I'm kind of a Mark Twain humorous type. <laughs> Satire, you know, witty observations told very dry. Uh, my favorite my favorite Care Bear of the Joke Bear family is YouTube Poof Bear. He oh, just, man. He just makes shitty nonsense uh, uh, YouTube compilations. Just video compilations that don't make any sense. Really? And the tweens love them. Really? I, there's some real good YouTube poop out there. The King of the Hill's got some good I ones. I don't believe that oh, there yeah, is yeah, good yeah, YouTube yeah. poop out there. I think it's all poop. <laughs> I all think right. it's right there. In the... <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the name. Yeah. Thing, things are getting heated here, but I would really like to come back to this blue Care Bear. And my point is, what all the him? other Care Bears have good emotions, positive emotions. He is a negative emotion. Okay, now if you, think that's, steps up. if you think that sadness... Is a bad emotion. I said negative. I changed bad to negative. I think that you should go check out the film Inside Out by Disney Pixar. Mm -hmm. I did. All right. So obviously you haven't internalized this message. I, I, uh, I charge you to uh, go watch it again. What was the message? It's it's about how good sadness is, and it's important. Yeah, it's important. It's good to be sad. You got to have you know the yin and the yang. You got to have the yin and the yang. But. Every time there's a problem in the Care Bears, people are already sad. Like, when the Care Bears show up, they're helping someone who's having bad things happen. In By your theory, Sad Bear, Cry Bear, Cry Baby yeah. Bear, would hit them with his beam, and they should, like, burst <laughs> into... Sadness as well? Exactly. So then they, like, they get sad, Hold and on. then afterwards they're like, ah, oh, I feel so much better. I'm Is clean. that how I Care Bear works? I don't... No, no, I think that the beams are weapons. I don't think that they make people feel things. They, well, that's the whole point. That's what the weapon does. Yeah, it's and, and like when, a, the, when they all get together, they combine each one of their special powers into this super stare, right? So you, hold on, hold on. That's why their powers work on No Heart, because No Heart doesn't have emotions, yes. and when the bears hit him with their emotions, it's too much I, for him so, to take. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. The the bear, like the happy bear, shoots you with a laser beam and it makes you feel happy? Yeah, it's like ecstasy. Are you sure about that? I think that he just shoots you with a laser beam and it kills you. Or like it knocks you down or something. No. Because it's a children's it, show. It makes you sure it's the each power on their belly. It makes yeah. you feel the... What about like Lucky Bear? I know one of them is Lucky Bear. He makes you lucky? Then you go buy a lottery ticket. You just, oh, you just he feel he confident. He, he doesn't make you lucky. You just feel lucky. Oh, <laughs> 
What? That's, oh, that's so not quite sad. the same. He's he's, <laughs> he's worse than Grumpy Bear. Yeah, that's I think, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm on a hot streak. Yeah, I got double down. I'm all in. Gets hit by a car, his leg breaks. Yeah. Oh, that could have been both legs. Yeah. God, luckiest man alive. Yeah. Oh, I'm also alive. So lucky, crawling his way to the sidewalk. Um. All right. Tangent over. I guess that kind of answered my question. He Do you have to be on a pitch podcast? Be a Care Bear at all? Um. <laughs> How about, uh, <laughs> I got a series called Small Time Crime. Oh, Small like Time Crime. Okay. Small Time Crime. Named after your favorite Woody Allen movie? Uh, Small Time Crooks? No. Okay. Um, this, this is, um, you know, there, there's all this stuff there about, you know, big bank heists and all this kind of stuff. We're, mm-hmm. we're, we're taking it on the other spectrum of things here. So, you know, for instance, you know, walking into 7-Eleven and loading up your five cent gums into this big plastic bag and you go to the counter and they ask you how much is in there right and you and you, you say, say it's, it's like, way less than it's there like is two dollars and it's clearly not it's like you know at least three four dollars worth yeah. of gummy bears this is awesome this is totally my favorite i'm so into this podcast so when you it's it's like when you go to the uh to the bulk section uh, of the grocery store yeah and you load up like a bunch of like cashews and stuff yes and then when you take it over to the self-checkout you enter in something <laughs> that's right cheaper. that's cheaper yeah. okay yeah. you're right and yes. it, it's there there's a there's a limit to this like you, you know it's you got to keep it within you know w- within spec so yeah it's it's all it's gotta about, be small time it's gotta be small time yeah so the format of this show would be we would come on talk for how long what what do you think of the length of the show is four hours five hours yeah we could uh, we could probably stretch it to that um but um yeah i think you know people would just um you know basically expose some of the small time crimes that they've been involved oh. with in the past well we are you're talking to the right guys yeah we are small time crooks you know it's like going criminals. into um you know a fast food place and you know pocketing some packages of ketchup yeah, and the the plastic cutlery. Oh, that's not a crime, by the way. Those are for you to have. Well, I still feel guilty when I do it. Okay. Do you? I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know. I you know you look over your shoulder. You look. Is anybody watching? You think maybe I can take a couple of salt and peppers while I'm at it? The, here's the here's the that's secret. Very interesting. They are watching and they don't care. They're like, why is that guy looking around? He's supposed to take as those many are... of those as he wants. That's what they're there for. I mean, but, you know, there's a reason they keep like the jam and stuff behind the counter. You know, that's true. They, they, they only they, they let you have the ketchup yeah. and the salt and the pepper. But if you want like ten packages of strawberry yeah. jam, there's oh. no way you can get behind the counter for the, those. The ketchup really industry like is not uh, uh, represented by the right people. Is what it is. Like there's this misconception about ketchup out there that it's cheap. It's bullshit. Who cares about ketchup? Just spray it all over the floor. No one even likes it. I'm a mustard man. But see, see now, Piers is a mustard man, right? Well, they, they, and, there's often vinegar and mustard mm-hmm, at these stations mm-hmm, that you could, you yeah. know, really load up on. But jam, like, is now jam is basically just like strawberry ketchup. Yeah, but it's a jam is expensive, right? That's, so that's yes, now is. why is it so expensive? Because of this preconceived notion. Because the people out there are trying to keep ketchup down, the people out there are like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna put this this uh, this 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 notion out there that jam is 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 luxury. It's deluxe. You're eating jam. You got it going on. You have your life figured out. Ketchup, boo. Nobody cares. A well-articulated argument from a conspiracy wingnut. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a great show. Um, I want to jump onto your Seven Eleven gummies comment. Yeah, because we used to pull scams like this all the time in high school yes. at our Seven Eleven. Yes. So you go, and I probably told you this before, Eric. So forgive me. 
but yeah. like you get like a Slurpee cup okay. and you put the stuff you want in the bottom of the cup <laughs> and then you fill up the so you're like, Hey, I'll take a few candy bars or yes. this or this. And then you like fill up the top, and then so the top like a couple <laughs> inches is Slurpee, yes. and then you buy like a dollar Slurpee with all this stuff inside. Brilliant. Get some Pizza Pops, whatever. Um, Brilliant. <laughs> pizza Pops. Yeah, like you. Open That's already up. microwaved and hot and ready to go at the bottom of your Slurpee cup. No, 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 no. You open the box <laughs> in the freezer, take out the packaged Pizza Pops, put them in the bottom of the Slurpee. Just making sure no one's. That's insane because you're gonna melt the ice. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I thought you were saying like you put a frozen Pizza Pop in there. That's what I'm saying. And, and then and you buy it, and then you say, excuse me, can I microwave, <laughs> microwave my, my Slurpees? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Although, here's another one that or I like never... Like, filling it up with nacho cheese halfway on the bottom. Oh, exactly. So, and like, you... I'm going to oh, purchase a Slurpee so... and a hot dog, and then yeah. when you get out there, you just scoop the Slurpee <laughs> yes, off and just yes, dip your hot dog Yes. <laughs> or mix it all together. Um, that's actually, that reminds me of another good scam that I, for a long time, I always thought about it, and yeah. I was like, this will never work. And then I was like, I'm going to try it today. And so I went to the 7-Eleven and like on one side's the hot dog place. Mm-hmm. So I went and I got a hot dog and they gave it to me and went over the counter and I just ate it and threw out the thing. <laughs> and then I... <laughs> 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 and like, that was it. <laughs> Nobody asked me for money. So oh, I'm like, man. Great. Great. <laughs> Amazing. Was it like busy in the 7-Eleven? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think they care. It's probably they, they they gave you the three day old one anyways. Yeah. Exactly. It's been rotating there for a while. Yes. Um uh yesterday I told you about my cowardly actions uh on a date. Mm-hmm. Um go back and listen to more yesterday's episode if you want to hear about me being a coward on a date. Uh however, on the same date, the person I was with, we went to a shopper's to pick up uh some medication or and um on our way out, she like saw something she wanted and she grabbed it as we went up to the counter, but she'd already paid at the pharmacy counter yeah. for her other stuff. So while I was getting my thing, uh, for, she kept saying, like the person looked at her like, are you next? And she's like, oh no, I've already paid. I got my receipt. And she waved her receipt. And then yeah. she like, looked at the security guard. She's like, I've got my receipt. <laughs> and then <laughs> as we left, I'm like slowly realizing, I'm like, wait, did you just take other things and <laughs> pretend like they were on your receipt? She's like, yeah. <laughs> that's you know that's a big step on a first date. That's that's a, that's a small move. time crime. That it, but it, it, it sure is. The, the, it's even smaller time than you think because she just took like a thing out of a discount section. So it's like you know something they're desperately trying to get, rid, get of. rid of. It's like one of those discount areas where everything's like in a pile. It's yes. like you got to dig through a bunch of soaps and socks to get to the one thing you want. Uh, yeah. So a, I would call that a three dollar crime. Well, I think anything under ten dollars, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, and ideally oh. under five. Okay. You know, the the yeah. smaller the better. Interesting. Um, you know, it adds up over time, right? You know, a couple bucks here and yeah. there, and you know, you've got a drawer full of ketchup packages and vinegar, and <laughs> which I'm telling you is not a crime. Man, I have so many stories for this show. I want someone else to go though. I don't want to. I don't want to hog the spotlight here. With Unfortunately, my small time I I don't really break the law. Okay, I do all the time. Um, Jeff, do you have another? I feel like we should be going back and forth to some small time crimes. Uh, well, you know, I don't know. It's like I think you, you, shot you, us you see you see people you know handing Please. out these free yeah. newspapers everywhere. Yeah. You know why are they free? Like, not necessarily you wouldn't know that. So you know, if someone's handing out the metro at the SkyTrain station, and instead of just handing it out, they ask for you know twenty five cents or something or fifty cents. 
and then you know you could really make a racket that way absolutely um no you could not make a racket by handing out newspapers and asking people for 25 cents <laughs> okay 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 it will not work okay i got one i got one i heard a story um and, and i'd be willing to try this so um ikea uh, okay. ikea <laughs> so the the, the, the customer service helpline or whatever at ikea so say you get a, a billy bookshelf or something like yeah, that yeah Okay, but here's the theory, is oh. you don't actually have the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you write into customer service and you say, I'm missing piece A. I'm missing, you know, one shelf. And so you send in and a couple weeks later, they send you the shelf. Yeah, and you do that with every piece. And you start to do this with every piece. So eventually yeah. over the course of, you know, maybe four or five months, you've accumulated all the pieces to build a Billy bookshelf. That's great. My one problem with this is it's all so much work, and it's you have those to plan are great ahead. Bookshelves, that's true. I they're, don't know. That's good. I, I have Ooh, one of those like, bookshelves. How much are those bookshelves? Well, they're like forty or fifty bucks. Only forty or fifty bucks? Maybe. Well, okay. forty or fifty bucks—that's above. That's well, not small yes, time crime yes, anymore. But this is spread out over the course of say, oh, four I or see. five months, right? Okay, so right. I'm only doing one piece at a time, one shelf, one side panel at a time. Mm. You know the, the 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 total price of the 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 crime is is maybe a little bit more, but I'd still consider that a small time crime. Well, mm. I you know what? Because you would probably lose money on it because the because you're a professional person, you're a sound so professional. I, so, I, so I tell people. My point being that like if you put in more than an hour and a half <laughs> yeah. on this project, yeah, you would be losing money. Okay, I think if you put in. If you put in, if it's a this is workshop, this is a common hour. misconception. He's only paid an hour and a half, or he's only paid so much per hour as a sound. Yeah. What do you sound designer, sound engineer? Yeah, I'll leave sound it. editor. Sure. Duh. As a sound guy, sound person. Yeah. He's not paid so, that much money per hour to con IKEA. Uh, that's the point I'm making. He could go work one hour as a sound man and just pay outright for the piece no. instead of spending. Three or four hours conning them out but of it over the, the course of several months. It's the process of the thing. I agree. It's the, it's the, I agree. The, I don't. I don't agree, Pierce. And because you lose money, that's what qualifies this as a small time right? crime. Right. <laughs> and that eventually, in six months' time, I yeah. will have a Billy bookshelf. The worst thing about it is both you and IKEA lose out on this deal. <laughs> I know. Jeff is no. not losing out. Just IKEA is. That's what I'm telling Jeff you. Jeff is losing out. He's losing no. out on let's assume four hours of potential income. Yeah, but that's I, the thing. You can't say like, "Hey, boss, I'm. I need a. I need a new. I need a new bookshelf. Jeff, I need." Four extra hours <laughs> because Jeff kind of can, <laughs> right? But if that's... Jeff wants more work. He could just be like, go out. He'll just be like, go to Facebook. Hey, super good sound man, looking for work. And then people would be like, oh, fix my album. Ooh, yeah, help me rap. And I also build IKEA furniture on the side. <laughs> wait a minute. So and I, I d- wait a minute. One of my favorite things is to slip an extra piece into someone's uh, <laughs> like bookshelf. And just watch them just curiously stare at where does this piece go? I was going to say that bookshelf you helped me put together. <laughs> the one that has no sides, yeah. but like 50 shelves. Yes. Custom. How did that work? <laughs> it doesn't work. What I have is just a big stack of wood in my apartment. <laughs> Thanks to Jeff. And I'm only just figuring out why. I didn't want to criticize him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's time to bag. vote. I think it's time to vote. It is time to vote. Gentlemen, would you please grab your tablets? I'm very excited to use our new electronic voting <laughs> system. 
Just quickly enter them. They'll come up on the Jumbotron at the corner of the booth. Yeah. Okay. All right, I've entered mine. Let's look up. It's quickly playing the uh, Go Podcast Go graphic. Bunch of bulls charging across a field. Okay. Here come the bison fighting them. Oh, big collision mm. at the middle. Explosion. Uh, now the wizard drops down, and he casts that spell. They all float upwards, and then he writes the words tally, and then underneath that, final. With his wand, obviously. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, this is great. This took me forever to animate, so if you could just be chill about it. <laughs> and here comes the final score. It is Error 404 is our new podcast. There was a now- movie today. <laughs> You're thinking of a different episode. That's a. That's also a good idea. You're right. Uh, we're just... Uh, we'll, we'll now, that next time. now it's pinwheeling. Okay. So, so you spent so much time on the animation, you didn't think to program in the I did calculation. Not, I'm realizing now I did not connect our tablets to the voting machine, <laughs> to the Jumbotron. So I'm sorry. It's a wash day, guys. I This one's on me, so I'm going to say great pitches all around. I, I won't tell you which one I voted for, wink, Jeff. <laughs> wink, wink. But uh, you, you, you had it this week. Wink, wink. Not, not anyone specific, Jeff. Mm. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to Podcast versus Podcast. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you reviewed us on iTunes or something similar to that. Yeah, we don't ask for money. We just ask for your attention and love. I would love some money though. If you have some, just just some spare money, just PayPal. Oh man, to me. remember that time couple. a couple people sent us money? Yes. Yeah, we haven't asked for money in a. Uh, some sometimes people send us money. You should send us money. Just send us money. You know what you should really be asking for? What's that? What is probably some packets of jam. Oh. I'm. <laughs> You know what? He's right. Because all we have to eat here is gulls. And ketchup. And your we just worm take farm. all the ketchup. Right? It'll last for years. It's pre- it, it goes a reason on they're it. called preserves. <laughs> why is that? You're preserving the food for well, later. yeah. If Then why are they also Pres- called jams? Preserves. Because I jam it in my mouth? Yes. At a breakneck <laughs> That's pace? That's it. Yeah. Uh, and also, uh, check out Jeff's SoundCloud. I don't know what the URL is, but... Neither do I. I, I do. <laughs> just look up Jeff Grout on SoundCloud. It, the account's under his name. He's in Vancouver, Canada. He does some cool music. Does some cool sounds. Do you have sounds on your SoundCloud or just music? Yeah, I think it's just music. Yeah. All right, so don't misrepresent his SoundCloud, please. Okay, but well, there's sounds in the music. Oh, but, never mind. I'm very sorry, Piers. I apologize. If you want to, music short... is sound. Oh my god, it is sound actually. Yeah. Oh my god, if I'm you wanna... wrong on two counts. <sighs> music is sound. I'm gonna let Piers speak. Is music. If you want to hear more of Jeff's dulcet tones, we've uh, we're sharing his tracks on our SoundCloud as well. That'll link you back to him. Thanks, Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.